Welcome to the Quantum Biology Collective Podcast, where we break down the practical strategies of this emerging science, starting with healthy light habits and going wherever the quantum superhighway takes us. Hi, everybody. It's your host, Meredith Oak of the Quantum Biology Collective Podcast, and we are back with part two of our top 10 countdown of 2023, um, which is your most downloaded, most favorite episodes from the past year. So I'm going to go through numbers five through one on this episode. Uh, check out last week's episode for numbers 10 through six. And if you missed any or you want to go revisit your favorites, all the links are in the show notes and highly recommend doing so because some of these are just too good to listen to only one time. Um, these guests are just fantastic people who have built up such a wealth of knowledge and then they come on and they share it all with us. How lucky are we? Okay, number five is episode number 33 with Robert Jacobs on circadian timed eating and exercising. Uh, this was another one that you all went super crazy for. So Robert and I spent some time talking about strength training and how small changes and small choices in our life adding up over a lifetime can make a huge impact. And then we did a deep dive into circadian timed eating. So we talk a lot about light as a circadian input and why it's so important to have the right kind of light at the right time of day and why the light coming into our eyes and coming into our skin should match up as closely as possible with, with the light uh, that's happening outside. Ideally, you actually do want to be outside. But for example, you don't want to have a super bright house filled with LED lights on after the sun's gone down when it's dark outside and your house is like noon in June, as Sarah Kleiner says, right? You want to have the light environment that you are sitting in and living in be as close to the sort of natural circadian rhythms as possible. So in addition to that, food is a circadian input. So it also matters what time we eat. And when we eat breakfast in the morning, it's telling us that it's morning. And when we eat late at night, it's messing up signals in the same way that blue light at night is messing up signals. And Robert goes into a whole lot of detail on that. It's really, really interesting. Um, and if you start including circadian timed eating, in addition to having an optimized circadian light environment, uh, I promise you, if you haven't been paying attention to those two things and you start paying attention to them, I mean, I don't want to promise anything. This is just a podcast, but Generally speaking, the changes are amazing and they're really good. So check that out, episode number 33. Okay, moving on to number four is episode number 35 with Dr. Candace Knight. It's time to go beyond functional medicine. So Dr. Knight um, has a integrative health practice in Louisiana. She did her undergrad at Yale. Then she went to med school. Then she worked in the ER and she uh, cycled through a few different specialties in mainstream medicine, got disillusioned, started to study functional medicine, realized there was something missing, and then found the quantum biologic approach to medicine. And she walks us through her story in this episode. And it's really eye-opening. Dr. Knight is a rare person in that her intellectual curiosity is astounding, even, even through a busy life, you know, with children and a husband and a, and a job, she's 
always made time to learn new things that would lead her practice forward to better serve her, her patients and to help her better understand human health. And I don't want to say that's rare amongst doctors, but it's rare amongst doctors. So, uh, so I really highly recommend this episode. I then did a second episode, um, with Dr. Knight, which is episode number 50, and that's circadian secrets to a smoother menopause. So I'm I'm lumping those two together as one number four uh, in our countdown. We have five, four, four, uh, because I also really recommend that interview with Dr. Knight as well. Even if you're not in uh, a time of life or you're not a woman, uh, there are a lot of interesting things in there. Uh, that would really that will really help you understand the women in your life, understand what's coming down the road for you, or if you're older, what has already happened. You can understand in high in hindsight. And Dr. Knight's explanation of how hormones and light work together is very eye opening and a real reminder that optimizing our circadian rhythms is just going to set us up to move more smoothly through every life stage. It's not like a cure-all or anything like that, and no one's saying it is, but it's just a foundational piece uh, to be able to have optimized health. Which leads us into number three in our top 10 countdown, and that is episode number 36 with Carrie Bennett. You're not just tired. Why fatigue is the red flag of mitochondrial dysfunction. I really want every person in the world, every adult to listen to this, um, especially especially women, right? Because how many times do we say, oh, I'm just tired. It's no big deal. Like, oh, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm just tired. Oh, I'm just tired, right? You're not just tired, right? If Unless you're in a situation that's causing uh, a short-term sleep deprivation, then maybe you're just tired. But if that is a phrase that is you've been using consistently in your life, there's something else going on. And fatigue, I have come to learn from talking to all of these amazing experts, fatigue is often the first symptom of something more serious, and it becomes something more serious if it's not dealt with. Our bodies are meant to be able to produce enough energy for us to feel at least decent most of the time. And so if that's not the case, there is some mitochondrial dysfunction happening and you really want to take a look at it. Get a health coach, get a, go see an intricative doctor, visit uh, our practitioner directory, which is free at quantumbiologycollective.org. Click practitioner directory. You don't even need to put in an email or anything. There's just a list of people uh, who you can work with who understand health through this lens and who will understand the importance of optimizing your mitochondria. So please, please, please give this episode with Carrie a listen. Carrie is a master um, at explaining the mechanics of quantum biology. It's, it's fairly complex. I'm still wrapping my head around it on a daily basis and Carrie somehow makes it feel um, not simple, but she makes it feel understandable. And that's a, that's a rare gift. And so I so appreciate having her on the podcast and having her as a faculty member, because to understand quantum biology is truly like, we'll, we'll, whether it's personally or professionally, it just puts us in a place and sets us up to have a, such a much better life um, than stumbling around blindly wondering why we're having all these symptoms all, all the time, especially fatigue. 
All right. So now we are at number two of the top 10 countdown of the Quantum Biology Collective podcast of 2023. And number two is episode number 43, is avoiding the sun a health hazard? Dr. Leland Stillman on the importance of sunlight to human health and longevity. So spoiler alert, avoiding the sun is is a health hazard. It definitely is. There, are, even since uh, I did this interview a couple months after this interview, there was an article in the Guardian, which one of which is one of the major newspapers in the UK, uh, and that article talked about the unexpected benefits of sunlight, the unexpected health benefits of going outside in the sun. And there is yet another long-term study that shows people who spend time outside have lower all-cause mortality than people who spend time inside. So there's the Swedish study that Dr. Stillman talks about in this interview. Uh, and now there is another study that the Guardian article references, which I will I will put a link to that article in the show notes. Um, but it came to the same conclusion, which was that no matter your skin tone, no matter where you live, if you spend more time outside, you uh, live longer. You live a longer, healthier life than if you don't. So this is a real uh, mind exploder for people. I've noticed um, in general on social media and talking to all of our uh members in the quantum biology collective, people say that for sure the thing they get the most pushback on that makes people the maddest is when they talk about the sun being healthy and how perhaps our understanding of this link between sun and cancer is not quite accurate. Um, it makes people really mad. So just a warning if you if you start uh, bringing this up at cocktail parties or wherever you hang out, uh, it can really trigger people, but it's really, really worth understanding. And in this episode, Dr. Stillman goes through and breaks down how the sun is good for us, why it's good for us, um, and what are some of the long-term implications of avoiding the sun, and they are not good. Uh, he also talks about how to get sun safely because you you know definitely don't want to be sunburned. Um, so he goes into all of that as well. It's not just a free for all like oh the sun's good for us. We'll just lie out at, at noon in in Mexico in January. Like no, you you do need to take some precautions. So he goes over that. But generally speaking, the takeaway message is. The sun is healthy. The sun is healthy. The sun is healthy. We need it. We need to be outside. So appreciate Dr. Stillman coming on and breaking all that down for us. It's not, there are not a lot of physicians working uh, <clears throat> who will recommend sun exposure and Dr. Stillman is one of them. All right. Number one, our number one most downloaded episode by a wide wide margin is episode number 38. Circadian scientist Dr. Martin Moore-Eed explains how artificial light at night leads to diabetes, obesity, and cancer. So what can I say about this? Dr. Martin Moore-Eed was one of the pioneering researchers at Harvard who discovered the psychosuprachiasmatic nucleus inside humans. Previous to that, it was an open question of whether humans interacted with the sun in that way. He was part of a team that proved 
that we do have a suprachiasmatic nucleus, that we are uh, circadian organs, where we are circadian organisms, and that light matters. And he has now gone on the record. He has a book out that he's publishing through Substack, which we link to in the show notes, um, telling all of the reasons why artificial light at night messing up our circadian system leads to every kind of bad health, bad health outcome that we are seeking to avoid. Um, he's unequivocal. He's clear. He's straightforward. He's very good at explaining this. He worked as a um, consultant with uh, shift work with organizations and companies that had shift workers for many years. So he's got a very clear message. And I think this is one of the most important um, episodes on this entire podcast because he has the authority and the integrity to come forward and bring this message to people. The evidence is there. Everyone has known about it for a really long time. The scientists have all known about it, but it's only just now um, becoming known to us. And it's really, really important. We are sort of unknowingly harming ourselves by treating lights the way we used to treat, you know, cigarettes or DEET or other chemicals like that before we understood the implications. Uh, we're now starting to understand the health implications of light. And episode number 38 is crucial. This is one that I would really recommend sharing with people who are uh, skeptical. Number 10, where we started, Dr. Gulhain talked a lot about the importance of natural light and how our bodies work with light. And number one is a very similar bookend to that with Dr. Martin Moeed explaining just without holding back why we need to get a handle uh, on our light environments, uh, the light environments that we're living in after dark. So that is our number one podcast of the year. Thanks again to all of you for being here. Uh, we'll be back with a new episode on January 4th featuring Sarah Kleiner of at Sarah Kleiner Wellness. And I wish you all a wonderful holiday season and thanks for being here. Bye. This has been the Quantum Biology Collective Podcast. To find a practitioner who practices from this point of view, visit our directory at quantumbiologycollective.org. If you are a practitioner, definitely take a look at the Applied Quantum Biology Certification, a six-week study of the science of the new human health paradigm and its practical application with your patients and clients. We also love to feature graduates of the program on this very podcast. Until next time, the QBC.